got a plate. So I ended up finding out that because Mike was just sitting there and he had a little coffee. I was just finding out that he only got there's like two plates free with our with our room that we got. Oh wow! So he gave the plate to me and Omar, and Omar stayed kept asking him. He kept telling his dad like, "Yo, you know, Dad, you gotta eat something, man. You really gotta. You sure you don't want to go get yourself a plate?" And he's sitting there hungry, he eating. Oh my, oh my, going in, you know what I'm saying? But still trying to see like what's going on with his dad. And I'm looking at him like, you know? You know the boy is slow. Wait, wait, wait. I missed something. He said, Uncle got a small plate. I can get no plate. No, I can get no plate. And Omar was, was picking out. He was picking out, but he was he was trying to figure out why why Unc didn't get a third plate, basically. <laughs> why Unc did not feel the need to get a third we plate broke. at this time. <laughs> Nigga, we broke. Are you doing the podcast thing? Yeah. Didn't tell nobody shit. Nah, I figured it'd be better that way. Uh, what happened? I also don't know how good this microphone is. If it's going to catch us all. So for some reason, I thought it was going to run through the car mic, but that doesn't make sense. Oh, y'all doing the podcast right now? Yeah. Like, we live? A little bit. I mean, we're not live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Shit. You, got damn you, you gotta have a little shoot the shit podcast. I like though. That's a, that's all the Joe Budden podcast is. A little shoot the shit. I mean, you're supposed to have you know, topics of discussion. To bring yeah, but to, to, to branch off of to get you to small talk. Yeah, I mean, we can we can come up with those for the first couple episodes. Oh, yeah, man. Wait you know, a minute! Yeah, you know, Tupac got fucking butt in jail. Man. Wait a minute! Oh, he yeah, did though. Crazy. That's that's <laughs> legitimate. I don't know. Joe Budden thing is substantiated. <laughs> like, like 45% sure. Tupac actually did get raped. Can we have a veer right option from this particular topic that we was on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is there a way? Can <laughs> we cut the first two minutes? First of all, why do you think Joe Budden was in jail for that long? I was just trying to make a topic of discussion. Oh, no, you can't just make up niggas going to jail, especially not. All of that was made up. I don't know. <laughs> this nigga. That's the foot rumors out in the streets. Wild as shit. You gonna have Joe running after us like he ran after that fucking car, nigga. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Joe trying to tear our ass down, bro. Hey, bro, this nigga chased down that shit like Jackie joined a cursey, bro. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Bro, Joe industrial. Foot chased this car. These fucking kids was bothering him. I know I should have had the damn jibbers up, I think. Um, these fucking kids was loitering outside Joe Budden house or something, heckling them, and this nigga chased these niggas down the street, and they was in the car. I said, I got you. You wanna come up out of my man? Did he catch him? Yes. How you get caught by a nigga running on What's that? That nigga ain't Willie. What's his name? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was with on this catch nigga on foot on the goddamn car with this shirt on. <laughs> well, I was, he had the dirty I, tank top on too. I was missing the possible yesterday, boy. It, it shouldn't be somebody that can move that fast. <laughs> you know Tom Cruise Bro. chasing down a helicopter. I walked in on that particular project you're talking about, and I was like, they probably shot this in one long shot. Right. That nigga is tired. First of all, Once I found I, out he did his own stunts for that movie. That's the only reason I watched this one. Because I said after after the uh, Ghost Protocol, I was done watching Tom Cruise's uh, uh, Mission Impossible. 
But then they told me that he did his own stunts and he had a helicopter scene. I was like, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. A brave like, man. I'm, I'm not really done with Mission Impossible. I'm just really trying to figure out what the fuck else they have to talk about. Hey, bro. Bro, Ethan Hunt. What, are we, what, what subject are we supposed to do? I've already been burned. He's already been killed. He's already been dead. And I already came back to life. He got the woman he wanted. The woman he wanted and died like 15 times. And fell in love with dead bitches a lot of times. <laughs> she just know how to go ghost. That's all. Hey, guys. All I know is they know how to make it exciting, brand new again. Because when that boy, Tom, what's that boy named Tom Cavan Hill or something, the dude that played Superman? Oh, yeah. yeah. When he was throwing them hands? Oh, yeah. yeah. When they was getting beat up in that bathroom? Boy, that was an exciting oh, fight there. What movie was that? That had the grimy bathroom scene. That was uh, born the born off of Adam, born something. Oh yeah, grimy ass bathroom scene. They were breaking nigga head on the goddamn toilet. The whole shouldn't we be taking cover to highway? Why did GPS not warn me? It said you gonna keep right, make another right into uh, what's it called? Nah, uh, nah. She got DSLs. Uh, onto oh lord, on industrial bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said she put a lift in, like, wow, <laughs> she heard you. No, wow, she did keep looking over there, though. She want to put him to good use. See, this is why we can't. I meant to give a disclaimer, like, if uh, we put this live, our mother will listen to it. Uh, uh, so let's just, like, try to keep it. Maybe we do need topics if we're going to keep it PG-13. Yeah, well, we just got it. It's not we can't just We shoot just got to get it together. <laughs> we just want to see what it sounded like if we can keep it alive because we got this long-ass car ride. Even though it's not a long car ride, it was a long yeah, car ride in traffic. Starting off, start off with two solid subjects in the beginning is enough to let us roll for a while. You're right. Right, but we don't like talking about no worldly stuff. We we can have interesting topics though, because I don't know. Well, I yeah. listen to Joe Budden's podcast, and so he talks about quote unquote current events. So I don't want to talk about any of that. I want to talk about I mean, nobody's I, Trump. I want to talk about sports though. We can do sports. Sports. I good. wanted to start a podcast for all us broken-hearted Falcons fans. In a quarter oh, mile, right. turn right oh, onto the ramp to Lithonia on Boulevard. Oh my god! I mean, because. We are hurting here. We are hurting. We're always hurting. That's the you know problem. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be this much struggle having picking a team in the NFL. Shouldn't be this hard. Somebody got to be a Falcons fan. You right. Somebody got to be. You know what I'm saying? So, so for us to turn right onto the ramp to Lithonia on Boulevard. Honestly, we didn't blame the coaching staff. Right. Plenty of times. To hell. Okay. <laughs> but they keep changing. Actually, they change. Continue for three quarters of a mile. Well, I mean, we, they, we they didn't. Uh, okay, I'll say this. This is a good topic. We didn't appreciate. We didn't appreciate Shanahan. We did not. We only had him a year. We did. We had him for two him. years. He had. Right. A, he had a sucky first year. You right. And then the second year, we did appreciate him. Money. He left because he got an all. In half a mile, merge onto I twenty yeah, West. And then the next season, the next season, we had a great season. Yeah, Matt Ryan throwing four hundred per game. He's supposed to stay with us. He's on I mean, but he got that offer. Nah, Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, a head coach offer is always going to sound better than an offensive. Yeah, but it's a head coach offer for a team that don't have a quarterback. And it was an offensive coordinator for a team that just went to the Super Bowl. 
right. So continue on I twenty west for right six back. miles. Easy. I don't even know who the fuck he just he just got out while he was on top. That was really just a snake move. It wasn't us. It was him. It was not the fans. I ain't heard. I ain't heard his name again. Yeah. His name was all over when he was playing with us. I ain't heard his name again. I mean, I watched. I sat down and I watched one San Francisco game, and it was all right. They won. I think they played the Redskins. But the 49ers got that got that black voodoo juju on them. So till you do right by Colin, <laughs> till you do right by Kaepernick, you'll never. They ain't going nowhere. I mean, it's got to be some type of the same juju going on in the South. Like, like, Falcons. Well, be nah, yeah, we we've been had that on us since we did Vic, bro. I mean, Falcons wasn't which for Vic left. Theoretically, we didn't really do Vic wrong. Did Vic? Vic did Arthur Blank wrong, but we still should have took him back. He was still the best. The thing about it is, the main issue with that whole situation for everybody is he was a white boy. Yeah. No time. That's true. Who would have found out? That's true. When nobody better be up on the that good old shit. boys club would have hit it up. Looking for no goddamn dead dogs, pile of dead dogs. Nobody would have been looking for that shit. Nothing would have happened, bro. It wouldn't have been like that. And of course, I mean, niggas want to be like Arthur Black. We just made a decision. Oh, they would have kept Vic. They would have had two Super Bowls in there right now. I would say Vic with the lineup he had at that time, definitely for sure. Especially with the performance he gave in Philadelphia after he got out of jail. He gave an all-star performance during the second part of his career after jail. So definitely if he had stayed with us, for sure. But the thing about yeah, it Jamal is, Anderson, like, for real. Yeah. And the thing about it is, though, I feel like Michael Turner still would have came home. Yeah. Julio Jones, of course, was like 12. Whatever. <laughs> 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 that nigga like 19 right now. How old is Julio? He's like 23, bro. He's young as fuck. Julio, who was the no, home? That, who was know. the one that's getting old? Oh, Gonzalez. He got drafted two years ago. Julio Jones? Nah, no, you wild. You, you must be thinking of another name. Julio Jones been in on the Falcons for like like six years, bro. Maybe even more than that. Might be like eight years, bro. That's why we need a guy. We need a guy like Savon from Joe Budden podcast. Julio Jones. Julio Jones first got on the. First got on the. Somebody just pulled up on their phone. Yes. Julio Jones. Because everybody sounds fucked up. Station got finished though, a couple months after that. He got an apartment. Bro, Atlantic Station been finished for like ten years, so now I know you're crazy. I'm telling you, bro. He was there. Atlantic Station been finished, bro. Yeah, you bugging, bro. You're bugging. <laughs> Atlantic Station been finished since at least 2008, and I can tell you why. Because I know who I was dating at the time. Because I took him to Atlantic <laughs> Station. <laughs> I know it was at least ten years ago. Yes, he has. Bro. Why else would he be going through all of this? Just look it up. Four? Four years back. Please look it Four up. Four years, you think, bro? Please. I have been a yes. Listen. I'm not mad not. at whoever. Julio Jones did we not. We sound crazy, so I say let's just go to Julio. Yes, I'm going to Julio. We got to stop. South toward Atlanta Airport Man, this bullshit. Something Google can solve so quickly. Got on my Google this damn Saints game. I'm gonna be so mad. So mad. I just wanna make sure I got a big plate of dressing. <laughs> Come on, drop me a break. 
have it. We got to be fun. Ooh, I hate typing on this little droid. And we ain't got it yet, all right? Okay, 2011. That's what I was thinking. Like, right after Auburn won a championship, Julio Jones got drafted. Seven years? That's still long. That's still shorter than I thought. About eight years. That's what oh, I yeah. thought. So, it's going on eight years now, for sure. Yeah. He's been in the league, bro. So. He's been on the Falcons for that long. Yes, exactly. That's why. That's how I know he leaving. Well, he just renewed a contract, though. I don't know how long this contract is supposed to be. Julio ain't leaving. They didn't renew that contract. They moved shit around to ask play to the other guy. I mean, they, they, I think they did it for this year. They moved shit around for this year's contract. They had some extra money in it, but they didn't renew it for the next couple years. They said they were negotiate. Okay. Might be wrong, though. Uh, I, know, I, know, I know they made a revision from his first renewal in 2015. And I know this motherfucker looking like Lonzo Ball right now in football because he's a great support player. But he got one touchdown. Two touchdowns, actually. I mean, he didn't already prove when he can do that, though. These niggas, these niggas literally in the film room, literally like, what are we going to do about Julio Jones? Every now time. We got Calvin Ridley, we got Muhammad Sanu, we got Austin Hooper. If we got a... Just looking at the Falcons offense, that that just shows me that, that Shanahan really couldn't have had too much of a hand. <laughs> couldn't have had too much of a hand in the offense in general, okay? Because we already had the weapons. You know what I'm saying? We already had to. To me, to me him leaving and our offense looking like this shows how valuable it is. It shows how valuable it is because everybody, I mean, it's like, that's like, like somebody who really don't understand the NFL right now, doesn't understand why you need a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and you need a quarterback coach. And you need a, a wide receiver. You need a wide receiver coach, a quarterback coach, and you need a running back coach. Because it's like... You know, speaking gibberish to me. I ain't even that deep a football fan. Uh, ain't, ain't a quarterback, a quarterback coach? I mean, you can have you can have separate conditions. I'm, I'm not saying it don't exist. I'm saying you often in some other areas for I'm, your boy. I'm saying it's like that because it is a multi-billion dollar organization. Every little thing has to be taken care of, has to be accounted for. So you're looking at a situation where, you know, Matt Ryan, I mean, you can trust that Matt Ryan is just going to I don't know what that truck just did in front of me. Whatever. I was not feeling it. His whole job is to get Matt, Matt Ryan CJ Redmond, whatever the fuck that nigga name is. <laughs> Yo, relax on the second string. Like, what the fuck? This nigga does nothing and gets paid six figures. He's like the vice president. Vice president of what? I'm saying he's like the oh, vice oh. president does nothing unless he's needed. Right. The vice president has whole cabinets and offices. No, you. Bro, the, the only time that started was when Dick Cheney became the vice president, yeah, which okay. he was really the president. But before him, somebody named Bill Clinton's uh, president. Al Gore? What did he do? There's a whole vice president's office that has... I'm not saying there is... No. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying. Every new presidency... Now we're getting off of the politics. Every new presidency adds new responsibility to the position of vice president. But the original purpose of that office is that you're there just in case we need you. Them niggas didn't do nothing for like 40 presidents. In the last couple, it's the same thing as the first lady. 
Michelle Obama did more stuff as the first lady than the last three first ladies. She made an office for herself, but she don't got no job. Right. Well, I like to point out, for the record, I love Michelle Obama. Nancy Reagan is the one that started that shit. Well, yeah, Nancy did have her fingers in all kind of pies. I'll give you that. All kind of rolling with that shit. I'll give you that. Michelle maxed it out. I feel like Michelle maxed it out. And I feel like Hillary maxed out stuff behind the scenes because now, I mean, she's a political player now. So I'm assuming that she was very active during the time. But like I said, it's not a job. Like if you don't want to do nothing, you don't have to. That's the point of back to see Redmond or whatever the guys. I think to swing it back around to Vic with the whole white privilege shit. Laura Bush killed the motherfucker, bro. You're correct. That the people that don't. That motherfucker is dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when the last time you heard somebody scream out at a, at a, at a pet rally, Laura Bush is a fucking murderer. Nobody has ever done that. <laughs> that Mike, that, that Mike Vick walking to a goddamn Peter Meek. Boy, I tell you, boy. Yeah, that's oh, true. Murder. Y'all know the last thing I want to talk about is politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. That's just a great area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, honestly you know, speaking. Why it is, you, know, you know the reason why politics is a great area, bro? Because things in America is all fucked up. And they really feel like when niggas do fucked up shit, and they feel, and they want to sweep that shit up under the rug, then they should just let it get swept under the rug. They're not going to argue with you. Like, you know, that politics is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, you right. But why is it fucked up? Because everybody's just a fucked up motherfucker, bro. That in a bunch of a jumble of other words. Rigged. It's one of the words too. But as soon as you say rigged, they want to call you a conspiracist. You know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy. You connect all the dots and, and possible. Like you can you can make all the connections possible. You can draw lines to this person, that person, Mike Pence did this, uh goddamn uh Maxine Walters did this, and then you turn around. And all of a sudden, all of this evidence is jumbled up, and it gets wrapped up and turned and twisted into something different by Fox and CNN. Nobody really knows what the hell we was talking about in the first place. We're fucked up. We're fucked up now. Now, we don't know what's going on. Now, honestly, I think that major news shows are begging for a scoop. They want to know what's going on. But if the people in Congress don't know what's going on, how the hell can the damn the new the, the damn media know the hell's going on? But media are always gonna act like they know what's going on. So media gonna put however much ampli- uh, amplification, however much juice they want to in front of their story, beef up their headlines, and then boom, we got the world shook because Mike Pence stepped outside in his drawers today. <laughs> but you know, but you know, if I get up by the media right now, bro. Media failed us because the media had one job with Donald Trump. You know what that job was to tell the truth about Donald Trump, and they did it. And niggas still didn't give a fuck. Because you know the truth was, that motherfucker came out and was like, "Yeah, if I was right, I'd run into Republican because they're the dumbest motherfuckers in the world." <laughs> they put they plastered that shit on all the media outlets, bro. Yeah. 
I feel like I feel like they feel this. I feel like that was our last line of defense was the truth. I mean, but that but that shit. See, media ate that shit up because some of them stories that you bring out about Donald Trump, as a as a news company, like you, you know, you don't you don't just shit on. First of all, you don't shit on like the people running for president like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got your people like uh, what's the guy's name got the night show? Um, Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got people like Bill Maher. They're gonna say what they you know they're in politics. They're gonna say what they're gonna say. In front of their steady group of people and see how these group of people react to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump literally would just say what everybody else was afraid to say. Yeah. He he was too one hundred with how he felt. And what we found out from how the media just literally threw that story out was how other people really do think the same way. Media didn't fail us. He failed us. I mean, I will say I've been quiet the whole time, but I will say that is completely accurate. We let it. We let ourselves down on the whole Trump situation, For real. which is why I don't comment on it because it's real. My whole thing about Western politics, period. Another reason why I'm quiet is that you study history, right? There was a guy in France named Louis the Fourteenth. He created a lot of the groundwork for what we're dealing with in the political atmosphere, period. What happened was everybody wants power. Everybody wants to get next to the king. So Louis XIV would manipulate all the people in the court who wanted to get close to him. And he would manipulate them in a certain way to where they had to beg for his favor and do all this little crap, jump through all these hoops to get his okay to do stuff. Basically, the, the interesting thing about that system was if you wanted to be in the court, you might have only been in the court for three or four months, but you might have done three or four months worth of damage. Then somebody come back behind you and replace you and do three or four more months worth of damage. You gone, but what you did is still there. What's happened in Washington and all of that, all the places, all the Western places, is that you got all these people who came in for a short gain grabbed their little bag and left and then left whoever was still there holding the other bag and that just kept happening overlap over overlap to now this shit is so convoluted can't nobody figure it out it's all fucked up it's no way through it period which is why I don't deal with it at all there's no way to make that shit right it's all it's never it's never gonna be right ever <laughs> cause it didn't even start out that way you're absolutely correct I feel like if there was a solid foundation for this country, we wouldn't be going through this. But then there's another token that we can look at it. Maybe there was a foundation. Maybe this system was always created so that the rich could have more riches. And the poor could be more poor until they just peter out. You ever, you ever heard that? This statement really always pissed me off when I hear it. Statement of uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep. I honestly really feel like, bro, that when they started this country, they thought that this freedom shit and all this shit they was talking about, I really think that was sincere. But here's the, the thing is, you're right, but it was only some of them. Now, let me finish. Uh-huh. Problem is, the problem came in when duty and honor in the American way. 
and a trample on people's rights. They didn't give a fuck. Because at one point, freedom meant, okay guys, we're here, the land is open. I mean, the land is open. wasn't a fucking thing when this shit first started. Niggas, they didn't think they didn't think they'd have to deal with niggas. Just you know what I'm saying? Like, like they didn't they didn't think niggas wasn't even in the equation. There was it was always oh man, you know, we got a few prairies now, and you know, John and them, we're hey, trying to. We they got to, out there and started doing some work. It was like, oh lord, oh yeah, child, goodness, the gracious. ghetto. Oh, how are we gonna take care of all this that we got? <laughs> So you know, you know they 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 was in Africa and they they just found a bunch of these workers and oh, but they just want to work. They're just all oh, they're everywhere. Oh Everybody wants to work. But like the like the soul books in Arizona say now the the Africans joined us on our journey to <laughs> build the new world. The Africans chose to cross the lands and help us to build the new world. <laughs> we gave them ghettos. <laughs> What people don't what people don't understand after about agreement was after after all of these wars, especially the Civil War, during the Civil War, as a matter of fact, the only thing that was being discussed on the Congress side was how we can move these laws that we've already got in put in place so that it doesn't apply to people that are not us. <laughs> That's it. We want to see how. We done said already, literally, all these laws basically will apply as such to this white man. <laughs> but when it comes to this black or red or yellow or or pasty yellow man, we got to make some stipulations to this shit here. Okay? That's the only way that we can secure the bag. Crazy though, right? You know how bad niggas would be if Africans did that shit right now. Niggas would be tight. Like, they really like took literal control of everything. Made one king state out of the continent of Africa. They literally said, you know what? This is for Africans, bro. We don't give a fuck about nobody else. Oh, it'll be World War Easy. Niggas would be like, no, we got NATO would, NATO would look up. It'll be the first time NATO sponsored an uh, invasion. It'll be crazy. Continent separate, like. And then you got to keep in mind too. Niggas alive about the numbers, bro. Because every fucking mineral on Earth comes out of fucking Africa. 
basically means the way things were before something else happened to make shit different. Niggas came into the picture, shit was different. Now, people want to make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Because they never, when, when they was bringing niggas over here, they was like, oh shit, we got niggas. We got niggas. But now that now that we got we got rights and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas niggas can walk outside of public. Niggas don't gotta excuse me. Niggas don't gotta step to the side of the sidewalk when they see a couple of white folk walking on the sidewalk. Now you know what I'm saying? Like like now we can we might be able to bump their shoulder a little bit and then look at them like like what's up, cracker? Like like what you gonna do? What are you gonna what you gonna do? But you know it wasn't always like that. You know back in the day. There was a lot of restrictions on that nigga. Now that the restrictions getting lifted, now it's time to get back to that ancien regime in their mind. You know what I'm saying? So the mentality never changed. I don't think Europeans ever liked change. Ever. Even when diseases was killing them off left and right, they were still... Some of God's creatures, they was made a certain kind of way. It's like a carnivore. Yeah. A wild carnivore in the wild is only gonna eat meat. They're not finna, they're not finna cultivate fruits and vegetables. <laughs> like they just ain't <laughs> you know, gonna do that. You know, one of the biggest things is though about the African diaspora and the whole slave trade is they price point. I think I think they really really got into slavery when they realized just how expensive it would be for them to build a country and pay things for the wage. Well, not every what the, the facts are, they, their people. White people who paid them a fair wage in order to work their fields and to build they, they buildings and do all that and watch their kids. It was just too expensive, bro. So they was like, you know what? Let's go get the niggas. The facts are every single empire in recorded history was built off of slave labor. Every single one. There is no exception. The Ottoman Empire, the um who was the people that wrote cuneiform? All the way back to then. I just had to slip my mind right now. You didn't say some shit. Cuneiform. The Syrians. Uh, it was before the Syrians. The Assyrians. Uh, before them. It's, uh, it's another people. Anyway, cuneiform is that ancient language that was found written in ones and zeros on them tablets. It's the know. oldest, la- oldest known written language. Oh wow. <laughs> anyway, all right. This concludes our Shoot the Shit podcast. I don't even know if your watch got picked up all the way. I might have to listen to it a little bit. And uh, we dropped so many F-bombs. I don't know if this is going to see the light of day. Yeah, we might, but, not, uh, <laughs> we might not drop this one off the bus. <laughs> we, might, we might inbox it to a couple folks and see, have them listen to it and right, give it. Right. let us know what their critique is. To me, I feel like cursing just like we. Like, when the shit get legalized, niggas don't feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm, I'm currently trying to work with the school of the profits, and so I'm going to be under a microscope for all of my digital imprint. So... <laughs> 
I just posted a picture in that in that purple purple suit Emi made for me. My purple keepah. So let me keep it a buck out here. Make sure the Nisa King don't get on your boy. <laughs> in the meantime, love and blessings, fellas. First person don't get out his onion. All right, now. So the brother you've been uh, hanging around with. Oh my God. The one that's been here for twenty years. Yeah, him. Yeah, right. <laughs> your brother. Your guy. Your boy. I really need to borrow your laptop. I need to grab your mic. All right, bro. I say. All right, bro. I got a, I got a meeting in the morning with um. 